Hey, this is Chip from The Real Dirt. I'm taking a little break from all the crazy stuff I've been doing and just having a little hike on the beach in Northern California. One of my favorite hikes in the world is between Trinidad or West Haven and McKinleyville, California. You live up here, you've been up there, you know how awesome that little stretch of beach can be. And that's where I am today. And you know, I'm introducing a, another episode of Tony Don't Smoke OG, which is a little bit of weed snobbery between me and my friends. And uh, these episodes are just long enough. Smoke a joint too, and uh, kind of giggle with us. So I want you to pause this recording and roll a joint. So, okay, get ready, get all your stuff ready. Press pause and roll that joint. Ready, pause. Well, I forgot to tell you to press play, but presumably you realize to press play, press play, and uh, let's go again. Fire that joint up. And here is Tony Don't Smoke OG. Tony Don't Smoke OG. Tony Don't Smoke OG. Tony don't smoke OG, Tony don't smoke OG, Tony don't smoke OG. I thought we were going to have Colin here today. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm. But when Is I went out down, with the he ladies? was gone. Damn. No, he didn't say, but he probably just went out for breakfast. Oh, right. To get something to eat or something. Did you tell him that we started Tony don't smoke OG? Yeah, I told him that you broke out the recording stuff and uh, <laughs> awesome. he was going to listen to it when it came out. Hope to get him on Tony Don't Smoke OG today. Tony Don't Smoke OG, what are we smoking today, Tony? This is Wolves. Mm, no names, please. No names, please. We'll have to erase that. Only first names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Diesel. Sour Diesel. See, if we say his name, though, we're going to be gentle about ragging on the weed, though. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. So this isn't weed. Rolled good. Smokes good. Actually, he gave it to me yesterday. He was complaining about it not quite burning right. It had a little trouble lighting, but now that it's lit, it's burning okay. Yeah, right. Why do you think that black ash occurs like that? What do you think that's about? Man, I've worked over that in my brain for years and thought it was over-fertilization. Then I thought it was (laughs) under-fertilization. Now I'm thinking it's just the genetics. On some of them, they're just prone to that, OGs and and diesels and uh it's hard to find real smooth perfectly burning herb anymore i think right right no it's true it's true but this is smoking really nice the ash is a little black but it's good yeah no it doesn't it there's a little tickle in the throat yeah i we always said it was nitrates Right. Right. But I don't know if that's real or not. I don't think that is. Right. I've seen it happen in organic. I think it's more phosphates than nitrates because when I've tested my soil after, it always still comes up with phosphates in it. The nitrogen is usually all gone. No, you're right. You're right. And in like the thousands of soil tests we've done on people's uh, gardens a year after, they've said the same thing. Right. Nitrogen is mobile and goes away and depletes. And the potassium stays, the phosphorus. And the potassium, if it's a cocoa-based mix, because it's breaking down and giving a lot of potassium off, and uh, yeah, phosphates right, right. just don't get used up that fast. Right. 
And that, I mean, that's the problem with the water in the Central Valley of California is phosphates too, right? I wonder if though, if because I've seen such you know huge results with monophosphates, uh, monopotassium phosphate, right? That it's not a matter of get it getting used up; it's a matter of it breaking down to the point to right. where it can get used up. Right, right, right. Bioavailability. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why I think you see it in organic weed as well as in in synthetic weed too. Mm-hmm. It's not broken down. Either the plants like forced to uptake it, or it doesn't. I don't really know what it is. I think there's a there's an over fertilization with organics because it doesn't break down enough, and then there's over fertilization with chemicals because it's applied too heavily. Mm-hmm. So you can get different right. kinds of over fertilization. Totally, totally. Just because it's organic doesn't mean that it's right. not over fertilized. Totally, because people just want to pump it. Right, and Americans. it builds up in the soil, especially if you're reusing your soil all the time. It, you know, it ends up concentrating. Oh yeah, <sighs> and that leads to the not burning good and tasting harsh. You're tasting harsh, and you always taste it towards the end. Right, as it like it is now goes down on the joint. Yeah, or the it'll, it'll it goes out. It'll be hard to relight. And, right, really have the. It like just sits in the ashtray, a coal of ash. Will and it's more so lately, and I think because people, you know, the price is going down, and people are reusing their soil more. Nobody's using their soil and dumping it like they used to. Right? Is the price going down? Wholesale prices? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I remember when. Well, sure, I remember when there. they were fifty two hundred dollars. <laughs> but like, I mean, lately is is it still in the two thousand range? Yeah. Anywhere from 18 to 24, depending on how good it is. Yeah, right. The best indoor being 2,400, the best light depth. And really, it's funny because nobody smokes it to try it to see if it burns bad or tastes harsh as long as it looks beautiful. Right. has a their THC test on it because so many right. people are doing that now. You know people There's are doing that, that, right? Right. Right. Yeah, and, you know, it's still an open market here in California, so... Uh, uh, it's not regulated like in Colorado. In Colorado, it, you, you, you're a regulated grower and you have to test it. And, you know, when you sell it, you have to show a test of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, here they just do it as a selling point. Right. Right. Because it's like, oh, I'm not- although I guess some dispensaries kind of you're required to do it mm-hmm. if you're. Yeah. Right. 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 A lot of uh, and a lot of the like wholesale distributors that come up here to buy cannabis they want the same thing has mm-hmm. to have a test or they'll take a sample and take it and send a test out and mm. right which is admirable right yeah it's going to raise the bar for everybody even though that THC test is bullshit the standards and all that stuff man 10 years ago when we ran all that te- those tests nothing was over like 16 or 18 and now the same weed is 29 i just right. don't believe it I know none of the equipment's any different, right? I mean, I sell all the equipment. I know it's no different, you know? I mean, the only thing new that you really have for commercial production in 10 years is double-ended lights and T5s. Right. Right? Yeah, you got LEDs and, you know. That's all experimental. You know, compact metal halide, but that's still experimental on the experimental level. The commercially sold product, you know, double-ended lights is pretty much... You know, that's state of the art. That's that's the newest thing. 
Yeah, and I, everything I've been hearing about those has been nothing but good. Oh, yeah, they're great. They're great. You know, you, you run them, I mean, depending on what brand you get. I mean, of course, the 1,000-watt suns uh, have been testing out the highest. The Gavita is the name brand. Um, Phantom is the Hydrofarm version. Sunlight has a version. Now everybody's making them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the 1,000-watt uh, sun, those are the ones that test the highest. Mm. Yeah, and they're pro you could probably get a better deal on them too. Yeah, totally, totally. People, people, man, I mean, if you do the math, right, and you know people have been getting two pounds in a four-by-four four area, right? With a double-ended? With a just, you know, just oh, in the past, lamp. just with right. a regular lamp, right? And if you can keep that same square foot yield up, which is, what is that, two ounces a square foot? So Something if you just like keep that. the two ounces a square foot, but in the double-ended lights, you're running those in five-by-fives or four-by-sixes, which is 25 square feet. You're still getting two ounces per square foot. I mean, that's potentially like 25, that's, 50 ounces. Right. That's 50 ounces per light. Wow. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's over three pounds of light, man. Yeah, if you right. could do that, that's man. I mean, it's totally possible. I go into gardens that are like that. I got some right. I got some video I think here with me I'll show you. <laughs> 